Cut. Oh, fucking cut. Now I'm gonna go buy, no, I'm, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the problem. This this ain't for me. When I was like, you no, know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay. Right? All praises to the most high. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Doc Holiday Show where we love to uplift black men, black woman, black teen, black child, black royalty, and welcome and thank you for tuning in to a live episode of the Doc Holiday Show. Got a very important topic we want to discuss today here in Memphis, Tennessee. As everybody knows, or may you may not know, the city of Memphis, Memphis City Council, voted on yesterday to approve renaming part of Airways. I think between Dunn and Hayes, South Memphis part of Memphis, rename it Young Dolph Avenue. Now, the Memphis City Council unanimously, unanimously approved to do that, which I applaud them for doing that. But, of course, you had some people on the city council arguing against it. Some melanated people on the city council arguing against it. Of course, they talked about the music. Some of his music. Now, I did. I listened to some of Young Dolph's music. Some of it I didn't listen to. But I did understand, and I do understand as a mature adult, that rappers, most of them, entertainers. Now, did I agree with all the lyrics of his rap song? I don't agree with a, 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 all the lyrics of a lot of rap songs. I don't agree with a lot of lyrics uh, of a lot of R&B songs, of a lot of rock and roll songs, of a lot of country music songs. Because you can find destructive components in all genres of music. So, uh, but I do understand that the Dolph, that was a character. You did have a real man, Adolph Thornton Jr., who did some great things for the community, who did a lot of great things for the community. And as I said, the Memphis City Council, it was some bickering going back and forth. You know, you had some melanated council members speaking against it. Now, I do say in the end, they did unanimously vote and approve. J.B. Smiley introduced it and sponsored the bill to rename part of Airways Young Dolph Boulevard close to where he grew up. And we all know he was uh, uh, tragically and unfortunately shot and killed a couple of weeks ago at Makita's uh, cookie shop on Airways, gunned down by two, two dudes, and they're still looking for the killers to this day. Uh, but my question is that, you know, I, I heard the city council people talking about because of the music that he released, some of the music that he talked about, was their reasoning for not wanting to, there was their argument against renaming part of the city, Young Dolph Avenue. And I say, okay. But I do understand, as I said, you have rappers, they're entertainers. A lot of these rappers be, you know, that's part of entertainment. That's still a real person behind those people. And when you look at Young Dolph, there was an Adolph Thornton Jr. who was a husband, had a beautiful black queen by his side for years, two beautiful black royals. You had the Adolph Thornton Jr., who was feeding people and kids in the community, who was still going to the community, not turning his back on the community, but you know, unfortunately he was killed in his community because he was still going back and felt like he didn't have to be protected because he felt like he was good in his community around, around his people. A lot of us turn our backs 
on our community and the people and who we grew up with when we so-called make it. But it seems like Adolph Thornton didn't do that. And I, the reason why I wanted to discuss this is because, as I said, city council members, some of them spoke against it. But they did vote eventually. And JB, Councilman J.B. Smiley did have to get on some of their heads by saying it's a disgrace because this is a black brother. And we can talk about the music and the content of some of the music, but we can talk about the content of a whole bunch of music. Now, we can talk about that. If you just leave it on his face, you you know, you'd be like, okay, but no. There are other positive songs. And when you just think about the impact that this young man had in his community, had in Memphis, giveaways, feeding, uplifting, motivating, helping. He employed a lot of people as well now, a lot of melanated brothers and sisters. He, he employed a lot of people as well. So he did a lot of good things. And as I said, we can talk about the music. We can talk about that, but he did a lot of great things. And I continue to say, not making any excuses on either side, but I continue to say a lot of rappers, they have a persona, they have a character, and that's what they present to the world. It's like wrestling. Wrestling have a character they present to the world. Then it's a real person behind those characters. Sometimes people are those characters. Sometimes, the majority of times, people are not those characters. And what you speak to people here in Memphis that knew them, majority of them have a lot of good things to say because they talk about what he did in the community. But the point is when you're arguing against, this is just an honorary name, so it ain't nothing permanent. An honorary name. They're just going to put up, what, I think signs designating it. So the actual name of the street will not change but it's gonna be Honorary Young Dolph Avenue. And I say young people and older people in those neighborhoods, when they look up at that, they'll remember what he used to do when he came back to the neighborhood. How we used to encourage him or feed him or give him things. But what I want to ask the city council people, because I'm not pointing the finger and say you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. But I'm just saying when we're talking about honorary names, we have a lot of permanent names of things here in Memphis that, you know, named after people that, you know. Because if we go down this rabbit hole, we have to start attacking everything, almost, almost everything that's named in Memphis in the surrounding areas. Not only street names, bridges, Avenues, places. So when they brought up some of the things that he has done as part of their argument to argue against it, okay. I want to go to this. Everybody know Hernando de Soto. Cass, you know Hernando de Soto, right? Okay, we got a bridge name out there. Hernando de Soto. Right. Since we want to talk about street names and people who've done bad, you know, so-called, you know, things that people don't like. Hernando Soto has a whole bridge named after him, right? Yeah. I think DeSoto got a whole county named after him in Mississippi, right? Correct. DeSoto County. Okay, let's talk about Hernando DeSoto. Because if we're going to start thinking about renaming things because of bad, thi bad things that people, people did, 
Hernando DeSoto Bridge, uh, named after Hernando DeSoto, DeSoto County, too. Uh, Hernando DeSoto earned a fortune conquering Panama and Nicaragua, and by 1530, he was the leading slave trader and one of the richest men in Nicaragua. So he got his riches by trading slaves. No, trading enslaved people. No, trading my ancestors who were captured and enslaved. He got a fortune from that. And when they say conquering Panama and Nicaragua, that means going to a colonizing, fighting, killing the people, and trying to take their stuff. That's what that means. Now, Hernando de Soto, who got a bridge and a whole county named after him, I think he got some streets named in Memphis as well, came to what is now Memphis in 1541 and plundered Chiska Village, killing a lot of Indians, my ancestors, sold some of this, stole some of this land and claimed it for Spain. That's what Hernando de Soto did, some of the things he did. So if we want to talk about this, we got, we got to talk about that too now. Bring that up. I mean, I know it passed, but if you want to talk about that, we got to talk about this. 1584. Queen Elizabeth of Great Britain, not the one that's now. You know, a lot when you become queen over there, that changed her name to Queen. Queen Elizabeth of Great Britain grants control of this region, what we call Memphis, to Sir Walter Raleigh. Because Memphis used to be a part of North Carolina, but not really. Because my ancestors, the Indians, still claim all of this is theirs. But Queen Elizabeth granted part of this region to Sir Walter Raleigh. But the ancestors, my ancestors, then said, no, this is still our land, because they were still here. And Sir Walter Raleigh, what do we have named after Sir Walter Raleigh? Raleigh, North Carolina, for one. Raleigh neighborhood. Raleigh, Egypt. Raleigh, Egypt. Raleigh Boulevard. But the land wasn't theirs now. He just stole it. Land wasn't theirs. Sir, Sir Walter Raleigh did. Great Britain, they just, they, even though the Indians were still there, like, no, no, that's ours. No, you can, you can have some of it. That's them. You, you can claim it. No, no, you, no, you really can't. 1682, LaSalle. There's things in Memphis named after De LaSalle. And, and De LaSalle? Sal? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. LaSalle claims the Mississippi Valley region for France. LaSalle, a.k.a. Rene Robert Cavalier, Sieur De La Salle. Led an expedition down the Illinois and Mississippi rivers, he claimed illegally part of this region for France. He just he just claimed it. Yeah, you know that case? No, nah. I know a lot of people don't. Uh, LaSalle named the entire region the Mississippi Basin. He named it Louisiana after King Louis the Fourteenth of France in 1682. Now, he came down here claiming stuff. That means fighting and taking stuff that ain't yours because it wasn't his, but he claimed it. Now, LaSalle built Fort Prudhomme, which is now known as Memphis, where we live. Fort Prudhomme. He built Fort Prudhomme, which is now known as Memphis. And at the same time, France, Spain, England were fighting for control of what is now, what is now Memphis, which was still owned by my ancestors, Indians, Chickasaw Indians. But what happened to De La Salle and the French is that the Chickasaws kept beating the French. 
But he tried to claim this land for him. But he was fighting him, but he claimed it. Timeline. 1762. France seized colonial possessions to Spain. Remember, Hernando de Soto came, fighting, trying to take it, killing Indians, taking stuff, constantly fighting with them, trying to take something that wasn't theirs. So, but France, like, okay, the part that we claim, we're going to see colonial possessions to Spain. 1763, France, Spain gives up land east of the Mississippi to Great Britain. Now, even though Memphis was still owned by my ancestors, the Indians, they were still fighting for their land, this land, France and Spain, like, nah, we're going to give it up to Great Britain. But it wasn't theirs to give up. But we got stuff named after Hernando de Soto and De La Salle. Okay, let's move on. John Overton was an agent for Indian Affairs. 1783 to 1786, North Carolina granted John Rice and John Ramsey 5,000 acres of land here in Memphis, what we call Memphis, even though this land still belonged to the Indians, my ancestors. Now, John Rice was killed in 1791 by the Indians. We'll get to that, though. John Overton bought land from Elisha Rice for $500. $500. John Overton bought land from Elisha Rice for $500. Even though Rice claimed this land, but it wasn't his. John Overton sells half interest in this land, which the Indians, my ancestors, were still fighting for. But he sold a half of interest to future President Andrew Jackson for $100. $100. Jackson sold some of his interest to Stephen Winchester. Stephen Winchester sold some of his land to his brother, William Winchester. All this selling of land was done while the Indians were still fighting for this land, which was and still is rightfully theirs. Quick recap. 1,000 Indians, my ancestors, built a village called Chuckalese here in Memphis. 1541, Hernando de Soto comes, kills and takes land, claims it for Spain, got bridge named after him. As far as I'm concerned, I know Young Dolph ain't killed nobody. 1789, North Carolina gave John Rice a warrant, which is a permission to claim 5,000 acres here in Memphis, which includes the Chickasaw Bluffs in downtown Memphis, even though the Chickasaw still came on the land. Well, North Carolina gave John Rice permission they said, look, you can go down to, you know, because when you read the history, a lot of the Indians really didn't live up here in Memphis. They actually lived in northern parts of Mississippi, Tupelo, what we call South Island. And they used to come up to the bluff 
to trade with the traders who come. That's why you still got the Chickasaw Bluffs. You got the bluffs up there, and it looks down, and you got the river. You know what I'm saying, Cassius? That's how they used to work. They used to come and trade with all the ships that would come down the river, and they would stop, and they would be on the bluff. And they would come up here and trade with everybody that would come because they still lived here. They still claimed this as their land. But North Carolina was like, oh, no, 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 no. You can go uh, You can go down there, John, right, 1789. We'll give you permission to go down there and claim 5,000 acres of land. 5,000 acres. This is how we did it. And so we, I'm just giving you a history lesson because since when we started talking about people's names and why stuff is named after people and because of some, okay, we got it, we got we got to discuss discuss it all. This is how John Rice claimed Memphis. He came to Memphis. He marked a JR on a white oak tree to mark his territory. From Bill Street to Marshall, then along Union Avenue to East Parkway, Tresvent to Valentine, back to the river, back to the river. That's how he just marked his territory. Yeah, it's cold, ain't it, bro? So you can't, he came down here and marked 5,000 acres of land that wasn't his. He just marked it with a JR. And he just went around. And you had John Ramsey. He did the same thing, but he did his 5,000 acres adjacent to what John Rice had did. Yeah. And a lot of these families still own that land down there. That's why, you know, for the longest, they was like, nah, you can't do anything with Tom Lee Park because – that's our land. It's got to be. It's got to stay public. You know, public access, public property. That's why you really didn't have no development down there, no businesses, because you know they wanted to. But when you read, yeah, and they and also, you know, they, you know, these some of these families still own the land where City Hall is located. It ain't the city of Memphis that own that land. It's these families. They own that land. City Hall kind of leases it. That's why when you look it up. A whole bunch of people got quick claim deeds on that land where City Hall sits at. There's another conversation. That's what John Rice and John Ramsey did. That's how he discovered Memphis when it was already here. 1792. Indians catch up and they kill John Rice in Clarksville, Tennessee. The reason why they was looking at him, they was looking for him because he illegally stole the land. And claimed it for himself. Elisha Rice gets John's claim. Elisha Rice sells claims to John Overton for $500. Overton sells half an interest to Andrew Jackson for $100. Andrew Jackson sold some of his interest to Stephen Winchester. Stephen, see, Stephen sold some of it to his brother William Winchester. 1801, Thomas Jefferson sets up a government trading house here in Memphis, which put Indians in debt. And when you read it, it's cold. He's like, oh, well, let's start trading with them. And now all this information that I got right at the Memphis Library, they got like a Memphis room upstairs. You can go and you can ask for these articles and these newspaper clippings. They're not going to let you check them out and take them. But you can. And I, I did that a couple of years ago because I've been, I've been searching for knowledge for a long time. I've just been searching. So some finally said, man, I'm living here in Memphis. Let me find out wh about where I live. So that's when I got all this stuff right here. I'm like, ooh, <coughs> really? That's interesting. Because I've always known that, you know, my ancestors is, you know, were Indians. 
My elders used to tell me that when I was a kid. You remember people used to say, you got Indian in your family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was true. You know what I'm saying? You just didn't know, you know. But, yeah, 1801, Thomas Jefferson sets up a government trading house here in Memphis, which put Indians in debt. 1818, these lands, all these lands, you got some in right here in Memphis, Mississippi, part of Arkansas. These, land, these lands were bought for $300,000 from the Indians. They took it, claimed it, said it was theirs, but then turned around and made a deal to buy it in 1818 for $300,000. Although, a lot of Indians called the transaction illegal. I mean, you can look that up, too. It's right there. Memphis Public Library, the big one, main library on Poplar. They called it illegal because the one that had a Indian agent who would go meet with government officials, and he made a deal. Like, okay, yeah, we'll sell it. We're going to sell it to y'all. He made a deal. He got money. But when you read the history all the Indian heads and heads of the tribes were supposed to be there to make the deal. Because he was half Indian. But it ain't what happened. So $300,000, they, they bought all his lands, but a lot of the Indians say it was illegal. But when you go back to, and this is deep here, the treaty that they made with the Indians, you can look this up too, Cass, it's, it's Indian treaty. This is what they said. If I got it correctly, they said every head of every head of Indian family from this side of like Arkansas, the bridge, the Hernando de Soto bridge, right? From that side all the way here, like Memphis and Mississippi, every head of every Indian family was promised, bro. I want to say sixty acres, a hundred acres. I got the treaty at home, but it was a lot of acres. And a percentage of the stuff that comes from the land forever. For real? Yeah. You, you see anybody around here with acres that look like us? With, you know, no. No. They changed the name, though. You don't know who you are. You know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah, that's part, that's part of it. So, then in 1819, Andrew Jackson, John Overton, James Winchester, they founded Memphis. Now, I'm not saying anything bad about Andrew Jackson, John Overton, James Winchester. That's how things went. That's how they went. That's how they go. But we know a lot of these people had slaves. And John Rice, Sir Walter Raleigh, all these dudes that founded Memphis, claimed Memphis when people were already living here. And I'm saying that because I could go on and on and on about names of things here in Memphis and in the area, streets. and I can go on and on about that because we can break them up, but I'll be here forever. I just wanted to touch on the fact that the Melanated Council members arguing against having an honorary name, street named after Young Dolph, just honorary. Not even permanent, unchanging the maps or anything. They just look up and be like, Young Dolph Avenue, okay, I remember that dude. And mama, he was a rapper, and he come from around here when he helping people, helping us. He didn't, he didn't, you know what I'm saying? Now, personal things, how I dealt with it, ain't none of us perfect. Ain't none of us perfect. But we can go out and throw stones at everybody else's lives 
But what if somebody cracked the door open on yours? So we can be judgmental, judgmental. We can say this and say that, but what if somebody put that spotlight on you? All of us clean, clear? Cass, is you totally clean and clear? Nah. Yeah, me neither. Make mistakes. And I do understand and realize, though, you know, some of the things I said and did in my teens and my 20s and mid-30s, I would never do that now that I'm almost, that I'm 48, ever. You evolve and you grow. Sometimes you make decisions when you're younger that stay with you forever, but you wish you could redo and undo. But I'm saying that because when I read it, I said this is something I want to discuss because I understand, okay, if you have reservations about renaming it, okay, I, I, I got you if you're just going off the music you see. But it goes to show you that Adolph Thorne let you see Young Dolph on TV. He ain't let you see Adolph with that beautiful black queen and them two beautiful black kids because that wasn't, that's a whole nother life. It's entertainment. A lot of rappers are entertainers. Now the messages, they sit out or they go out through their music. That's on us as parents and as elders to talk to the young kids and be like, hey, hold on. All right, you can bump your head to it, but that ain't really what you want to do because they're not really living that way because if they were, they wouldn't be out on the streets. Now, a lot of times when we make it, we have cats we grew up with just like I do who are, who are gang members, who sell dope, who sold dope, who have murdered, who have robbed, who have burglarized. I don't agree with that because I know how destructive it is to us. But when these are your friends, you can talk to them and tell them, look, bro, hey, but they still choose to do what they do. But you can be doing something else, but them still your boys. You ain't got to agree with what they're doing. You can rebuke them and tell them what they're doing is wrong. But you don't forget about them. Sometimes, you know, you still hang out with them. Not as much, but you still hang out with them. Like, I never ignore my partners. No, ever. I tell them, I don't agree with what you're doing, my guy. But I'm just saying, if you brought that up, to say why you shouldn't rename it, even though they, they, they voted to do it. And I think it should have been done. Because I don't agree with what, I don't totally agree with anybody on earth does. I don't totally agree with what I do all the time. Do you, Cash? No. Okay. I really don't. That's just the reality of the situation. So I'm just saying, if we're going to talk about that, we got to talk about the other side too now. Because there's a lot of historical landmarks and streets named after people who killed and owned enslaved people. Because my ancestors weren't slaves, they were just enslaved. And I say that a lot. You know, hey, what about, what about us before we were 16, before 1619? But it's a whole other conversation. But I just asked those melanated council people, and th those are the ones I'm talking to, because those are the ones that should understand. 
what we have to do now, what all we, everything that we do a lot of times, no, we don't totally agree with it. You older now, you're looking at somebody younger, like, come on now, you, you got to be living better than that. But how, what was your mindset at that age? But for them to argue so vehemently in the public space about somebody that looked just like them having an honorary street, it's just, just honorary, it's symbolic. It ain't going to change nothing. But to argue about that and, and to talk. So if you do that, you got to do this. Because there's a lot of streets named. And I literally started, I said, I ain't finna look all of them. But we drive down a lot of streets and go to a lot of parks as the people who did some things that we wouldn't agree with at all. And also, before I wrap it up, you know why the city, why it's called Memphis, why they call this Memphis? No. Yes, you don't know? No. Does anybody know why they call this city Memphis? I know why. And it ain't me saying it. You can go look it up. They call this city Memphis because when they got here, the people in Memphis here, they look just like the people over in Memphis, Egypt. Africa. That's why they called it Memphis. And also, the city over there, you know, Egypt, used to be called Memphis. Right. It was located right on the Great River Nile, just like this city of Memphis is located on the Great River Mississippi. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So the people look like the people in Memphis, Egypt. Okay, this is Memphis. Memphis, Egypt, se separated. I mean, it was located right on the Nile. It's located right on the Mississippi. That's why you, you got the name Memphis. Look it up. I don't make up anything. People that know me, I don't make up anything. But I'm just saying. Want to bring up names. Names of streets and, and landmarks. Let's not just shoot, let's not, let's not shoot the shot at the brothers and sisters. Let's not just shoot the shot at the brother. Got to call it all out. But thank y'all for tuning in. Me and Cash are still making this thing grow. Thank you for your support. This is our second live, right? Right, right, Second right. live, man. Second. And my, my man over there doing the thing all by himself, switching the stuff, setting up all this. Cash is McGowan, ISF Productions. But, you know, the Doc Holiday Show, we're we, we going to discuss a lot of things. But I really am all about the uplift of the black man, the black woman, the black teen, the black child. Because we need us. We need one another. And I keep saying that there ain't no, no, there ain't no really no reason to just be mad at any other race all the time for nothing because we got to, we got to fix we. Us got to fix us. And the only way we can do that is come some kind of unity. Some kind of unity. My brother, my cousin Larry Holiday called from Mississippi. Some kind of unity. Got to. What's up, bro? Hey, I'm hey, I'm on YouTube live right now, bro. I'm actually doing a. I'm gonna hit you right back, Larry. All right, brother. One of my ancestors, my brother, Larry Holiday, down in Mississippi. Yeah, Doc. Kenya Gray said, "Good job." Kenya, what's up, Kenya Gray? Thanks a lot, Kenya. But yeah, we need us. 
Are we messed up? Yes. There's a reason for that, though. Do we be at each other's neck? Yes. It's a reason for that, though. And when we disagree, why we can't just disagree behind closed doors? Why we got to do it in front of the whole world? Because the whole world be at our ass now. Say what you want to say. That's just a reality situation. I don't, I don't cry about it. None of that. Whole world be at us. And we be at each other, too. We ain't got to agree with everything one of us do or even like it. Because it's a, it's a lot of that we do that I do not like. It's a lot of music I don't listen to because I don't like the lyrics. I don't like what it presents. But I do understand because I see it from both sides. I, I grew up in that. Grew up around dudes that do that. Did that. Talk about that. I know rappers. Now, on the other side, as, a, as an adult, as a grown man, he's like, God dang, bro. That's, you know what I'm saying? I don't agree with that kind of music. But at the same time, I still try to uplift, be positive, give some positive encouragement to brothers and sisters who I may not agree with what they're doing. But when I, ha when I get their ear, I tell them why I don't agree with I don't want to immediately point my finger and be like, hey, man, forget you. I'm done with you. No, that ain't going to work. They're going to get something done with you, Cass. You know what I'm saying? You just turn your back on them? No. 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 So, we throw rocks at one another. Now we throw boulders at one another. When everybody else in the world throw boulders at us too. So we dodging boulders from here, from without, and from within. So if you want to talk about what the brother did as your reason, even though you voted for it, but then you want to say all this negative stuff before you did it, hey, we got to call out a bunch of names on city council floor and talk about it. Because I know some of these names, Hernando DeSoto and LaSalle, those were real killers. Those were real killers. We got Bridge named after them. We got a whole county named after them. LaSalle named the whole region, Louisiana, after the King, after King Louis. But that's, you, you can call it war, but hey, man, call it what it is. We ain't crying about it. It's theft. Take them by force. How did that happen? But that's for another conversation. I know why it's happening. But I say that. Thank you all for tuning in once again. Thanks for the support. The Doc Holiday Show. We got something to say, Cash? Go ahead. No, uh, Desiree Bass. She said a uh, great, great show. Desiree? Okay. Thank Desiree. you. Thank you. Thank you, Desiree. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Desiree. Bass. Thank you, Miss Bass. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Miss Desiree. But yeah, have to uplift one another, man. Whether you agree, I mean. Great information, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. But yeah, that's what it is. Because this is what I say. Before I, I ain't going to go off topic. We have to go deeper than what we're told. Go way past the surface level. Read and research for yourself, and then you'll learn a whole bunch of information. Because if you only believe what you're presented, you are going to be deceived and misled. I started researching knowledge years ago, never knowing that I was going to 
be able to use this information about the city of Memphis and how it was founded and really how it's still set up. Now, I ain't saying, I'm not saying anything bad about the Overton family or the Winchester, none of that, because it is what it is. That's how it went down. But John Rice, John Ramsey, bro, Cash, think about it, bro. If, if I, if I want to go down there and claim some, just, just say I want to go down and I want to go claim Collierville, right? Right. People still living in Collierville. You are correct. But I just want to go claim it. Uh, Find a tree. Or uh, uh, mark your initials in it. Just mark my initials on. I don't go to college, but just mark my initials somewhere. And I said, oh, this is mine. What they going to say? You crazy. Nah, they going to say more than I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm going to jail. Yeah, yeah, that too. So, but if I do that, then people in college will fight back against me. Right. They end up being the bad guy. No. No. But that's. How they make it? Yeah. Ancestors. Oh, they fought back, so they the bad. They the bad guys. They the bad guys. That's true. You, you automatically gonna do that. Like it's no. I we know we living here, right? Nah, I'm good. This my put my mark here. Jr. I, I should have changed my name. Jr. <laughs> Jr. And another thing, like see the land, how they was doing it, cause it's, it's even deeper than that. Cause how they, how they got people to come. To Memphis, when people was already living here, like my ancestors was, was staying here and using it, this is what they did. They, they, they sent letters out. I mean, they sent mail out and publications. Come move to Memphis. You can live free for five years. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can live free for five years. You ain't got but after five, you know, because we, we want to populate. Populate. Well, it was already populated, but, you know, we want to repopulate it. But people are already here. But yes, I would. When, when you look at the, the thing that you know, sold us plots of land, come live here. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's deep, man. You know, because, you know, hey. But yeah, we start talking about names of things. And while we sitting, we got to talk about a whole lot of names. A whole bunch of names. But I also go to, like I say once again, don't just take what you're given. You see something on TV, or you be like, oh, okay, that's true. No, 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 no. You owe it to yourself to look past that. I'm telling you, I was at the main library on, on, on Poplar for weeks. I was going on every day. Hey, give me all the stuff on the founding of the city of Memphis. And they was just nice and gracious. They just bring it all out. They said it right there. Old newspaper articles, books. Mm -hmm. I'm just in there taking notes. It's in here. Some of, it's a lot of it in here. You know, yeah, man, a lot of it in here. It's a book you can read. Oh, it says, The Founding of Memphis, 1880 to 1820 by James Roper. The Promenade, Chickasaw Auction Square, Court Square, Market Square, and everything up until Galloso, the Bayou. That's the Promenade. That's right. Tennessee State Supreme Court rules city of Memphis does not have absolute title to 14 blocks along downtown Riverfront. Decision written by Justice Ross W. Dwyer. Dyer. That's why people be putting them quick, quick claims on City Hall because really? City, yeah, they can't, they can't own it. So it, it, it's, it's a while they they giving this such a pushback, but they they gave in. But yeah. they they just let them come in and just yeah. Founders of Memphis deeded all property west of front between Union and Jackson to the city September 18, 1828 as public 
It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You got some more folk in the chat room, man. I, it, it went out. I, I can't see it. Yeah. We got Stefan in there. He said, keep going, bro. Thank you, Stefan. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, you H said, hey, Cole. What's up, Cole? What's happening? Yeah, Kenny, she just commented on the, uh, come out of that uh, wrist. You been with the, uh, talking about you put your wrist everywhere. Yeah, let me try that. Yeah. Let me try with John Rice and John and John. You go try it. <laughs> it ain't just got to be me. <laughs> Some cats I already live in there. So I'm, I'm, no, I'm, here I am. It's mine. What? Man, we're going to bust your head. First land grant. Since we talk my names, you know. Oh, April 5th, 1789, the state of North Carolina gave John Rice a grant to 5,000 acres to land south of Wolf River, east of the Mississippi River. It cost about 2500 he willed it to Elisha Rice. Elisha Rice sold it to Judge John Overton on February 29, 1794 for 100 pounds or $500. Then you look up the city of Memphis versus Overton because the city of Memphis was trying to sue on those families. But those families were like, nope, it's ours. You can't do that. City of Memphis versus Samuel Watkins. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah. What it is is the Chickasaw Session of 1819. You know, they said they bought the land from the Indians in 1818. So right. we see, they say our ancestors ceded it well, to them in 18. Th yeah. That's why I was like, they, they so-called bought it. Yeah. Alleg yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. We, you know, hey, bro. 1818, President James Monroe appointed Isaac Shelby. We got Shelby Drive, too, now. Oh. Andrew Jackson to pay 300000 to Indians for this land. Most Indians lived in northeast Mississippi because Memphis leaked too much. That's why they didn't live out here. That's what they said. Indians, our ancestors. Memphis was used to hunt and trade Chickasaw Bluff was a trading ground. Chickasaw Session of 1819, U.S. agreed to pay Indians $20,000 for 15 years. Deal covered nearly 7 million acres. But it also tells the government can't own land. Chuckalisa Indian Village been here more than 1,300 years ago. Memphis was a trading post for the Indians. Hey, man. Yeah, but but what? They got a problem with an honor. Someone being honored. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honorary. Yeah. But you got a problem with something being honorary. And these people was just killing and taking. But, hey, but this would let the Europeans come to America and take over land under the doctrine of discovery. So you come over and you take somebody's land because the, Pope, the Vatican uh, put out something called dumb diversis. I mean, you all can go and, and, and conquer the world in our name. But, yeah, man, you know, that's just, I'm just saying. Talk about an honorary name. These real names. You driving down them streets and every day don't. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you want to talk about that name? You got to talk. You got to talk about all these other names. The U.S. gave grants ignoring the rights of him, but we all just stuff. A lot of this stuff we already know, man. And John Rice was a citizen of North Carolina. He entered his tract of 5,000 acres in October 23rd, 1783, in Hillsborough, North Carolina, in the land office. Land warrant number 382, dated June 24, 1784. Grant 283 was made to John Rice April 25th, 1789. Child did my research, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, bro. But the Indians had a right to the land. President Monroe had U.S. by West Tennessee, West Kentucky, North Mississippi, but transaction didn't affect Rice's purchase. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. But you know, hey, because the founding of Memphis, James Roper, Indians have been in West Tennessee at least 8,000 years. 
Tunica Natchez tribes were here before Chickasaws. Indians called their Memphis towns Quisquis. Quisquis means Panthers rump. Black Panther. Right. Tell you, brother, like, man, we can go deep into the, you know what Memphis really is. We can go deep into that, but we ain't gonna do it for this show because it's all about naming. Ain't, am I am I am I going off track too much? No, no, you ain't, you're not going off the track. You just you, you got to go to the origin first. Yeah, got to, yeah, because you know, yeah, Chickasaws and Choctaws lived around here. Chickasaw Trail, which is Highway 78. Chickasaw Village, the Mitchell and Weaver Roads, Walker Walker Homes. Yeah. Whitehaven, where we from? Around the corner. Chief of Quizquiz Towns had headdress like a Moors. Chief Piamingo, Chickasaw's Ugali Kabi. Indian land cannot be sold without full tribal approval. Yeah, that's Stephon Smallwood. Hey, yeah. that's for another conversation. <laughs> hey, that's for another. They ain't ready. Hey, this ain't. Hey, you right. Hey, my, my guy Stephon. Hey, look. This. You right. But that's for another conversation. And trust me, we will have that conversation here on the Doc Holiday Show because I'm all about uplifting us, but we also have to be knowledgeable and read and research. So. But the Chickasaws League of Owners of West Tennessee and Kentucky. This was that dude named James Logan Colbert. He called himself, and William Chusumathada Colbert. George Colbert, Levi Colbert. Those were the ones who called themselves and made the deal to you know, sell out their brothers and sell the land, which is the League of Brothers. Cold brothers. Cold game, man. That's a cold game. Oh, we want to talk about honorary names. Oh, yeah. But anything else in that chat before I wrap this up, Cass? I just appreciate everybody tuning in. Appreciate people participating in the chat. Yeah, no, I just want your cousin to bring it out, cuz. You know, Stefan, he's, you know. Oh, my cousin, Yasmin. Okay, what's up, cuz? Appreciate you. But I guess, hey, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for the support. You know, thank you for watching. Because this is what we're going to do. It's, it, it, it's got to be another voice in the media because you know, as I know, the majority of images we gonna get of us on mainstream media, give me one, Cassius. Drug dealers, criminals. You know, that's what we gonna get out. Strippers and. Uh, a lot of stuff, gang bangers. Uh, and we know more professionals, yeah. law abiding, stand up black men and women than that. But how come every show we get, that's what we're going to get? They're trying to force feed us. Yeah, so I'm going to force feed you this information. Yeah, we, we force feeding positive. I'm going to put up. And I understand because I can look at some of the views and the subscribe, but I, I appreciate the support. I understand that people, a lot of people will prefer to be entertained other than educated. But guess what we're going to do, Cash? No, we finna educate. We're going to educate. At the same time, what we uplift black men, yeah. black woman, black team, black child, black royalty. This is going to do it for this episode, a live episode of the Doc Holiday Show. Until next time, I'm out. Thank you once again for watching. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Cassis. Ain't all love, man. All love. Salute. What you cooking, Mom?